Well, this afternoon, I have the privilege of officiating at the wedding of a couple from this church. And weddings are, are one of those uh, wonderful events in life. And, uh, you know, not, not every part of them, not the uh, over-the-top bridezilla kind of moments or the uh, trying too hard to duplicate the royal wedding spending sprees, but, but two people making their their covenant with one another, pledging their lives to each other is a beautiful thing. And as much as uh, we like weddings, I think there's something that I like even better, and that's renewal of vow ceremonies. You see, it doesn't matter how long you have, have known each other. When you renew your vows, uh, it's just a little different because you're saying that you'd do it all over again. That I would, I would marry you once again. In fact, I, I am going to pledge myself to you right now in front of, of whoever is gathered here that for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish until parted by death. I said it once, but I'll say it again. I do it all over again. I love you that much. Well, I remember officiating at, at the, uh, if, well, if you can call it officiating, at a, a renewal of vows ceremony for Tammy's parents. And it was held at the lake, and it was just like the, the original ceremony, except uh, not exactly just like it, because a lot of the guests weren't even born when they first gave their vows to one another so many years ago. Excuse me. And it was, it was truly special. You know, when you get, get married, excuse me. <coughs> All right. When you get married, uh, you give your vows to each other, but it's all hope and promises. You don't really know what what life is going to bring. But when you say those same words 50 years later, as you renew your vows, well, you know what you're getting into. And I think that makes it sweeter. That makes it even better. You know that, that life is not going to be easy, because it hasn't been easy. And yet, you still promise to love and care for one another. Well, renewal of, of vows are a special thing for couples, but you know that's not the only kind of vows that we renew from time to time. Throughout the Bible, people found it helpful, even necessary, to renew their vows with God, to renew their covenant with the Lord. And we're going to look at a couple of those uh, renewal of vows ceremonies, if we can call them that. But I want to point out that these that these uh, promises, these agreements, these covenants, they always start with God. God is always the initiator. You know, either one of a couple can propose marriage, but when it comes with a covenant with God, God always takes the lead. In 1 John 4, it says, we love because God first loved us. God makes a covenant with, with Abraham and Isaac and, and Jacob 
and on and on it goes. And by the time you get to Moses, there's thousands of, of Israelites who all share in a covenant that God has started. Listen to what Moses says to them in the 29th chapter of Deuteronomy. Israel, the Lord has made an agreement with you. And if you keep your part, you'll be successful in everything you do. Today, everyone in our nation is standing here in the Lord's presence, including leaders and officials, parents and children, even those foreigners who cut wood or carry water for us. We are at this place of worship to promise that we will keep our part of the agreement with the Lord our God. In this agreement, the Lord promised that you would be his people and he would be your God. He first made this promise to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and today the Lord is making the same promise to you. But it isn't just for you. It's also for your descendants. There is the basic covenant between, between God and us. The, the vows that we take, so to speak, where God says, I'll be your God and you be my people. I'll be your God, you be my people. We pledge our, our lives to the Lord to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, to love our neighbors as ourselves, and, and God in return promises to be there for us, to show his love towards us, and to make us his own. That's such a beautiful thing. God makes a pledge to make us his own. And so time, from time to time, we want to be reminded of that. We want to renew that covenant not that God has ever let us down, but that we sometimes forget the covenant. So there are these times in life where we want to say to God, I'll do it again. I give my life to you again. I do it all over again. After the covenant that they reaffirmed in Deuteronomy 29, Moses dies. And Joshua takes over as leader of the people. And years and years go by, and now Joshua's approaching his death, and he says, you know, it's time for us to be reminded once again of the covenant we have with God. And so he gathers the people just as Moses did, and he asks them to recommit their lives to God. And if they aren't willing to, to do that again, he says, well, then go follow someone else. You know, it's your choice. But as for me and my household, we're going to follow the Lord. And he practically tries to talk them out of re renewing their commitment with God. He says, it's not an easy thing to follow God. So if you just want to go do something else, that's okay. But they say, no. We will renew our covenant with God. We want, we want to say, I do, all over again. Here's... Uh, Here's Joshua talking in, in the 24th chapter um, of the book by his name. I'm just going to pick some of the verses. Then Joshua assembled all the tribes of Israel at Shechem. He summoned the elders, leaders, judges, and officials of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. He said, Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates 
or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us to forsake the Lord and to serve other gods. Joshua said to the people, You're not able to serve the Lord. He's a holy God. He's a jealous God. He'll not forgive your rebellion and your sins. But the people said to Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said, You are witnesses against yourselves that you've chosen to serve the Lord. Yes, we are witnesses, they replied. Now then, said Joshua, throw away the foreign gods that are among you and yield your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, We will serve the Lord, our God, and obey him. And on that day, Joshua made a covenant with the people, and there at Shechem he reaffirmed for them decrees and laws. So I ask you, are you as determined as Joshua and the Israelites to follow God this year? If someone asked you to recommit your life to the Lord, would you do it again? Years ago when I was first called into pastoral ministry, I was kind of wrestling with God's calling and and I went to talk to a pastor. I needed this pastor's uh, advice and I also needed his his approval to, to start the process in the Methodist church. But he pulled a Joshua on me. He said, go away and don't come back unless you can do no other. Kind of scared me. But now I know what he was trying to say. He's trying to say, if you're going to do this, if you're really going to give your life to the Lord in this way, then you can't enter into it, into it lightly. Are you really sure that you're ready to follow Jesus for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish until we're parted by death? And not even then, because neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord, as Romans chapter 8 says. This is forever. This is for eternity. You really want to enter into that. You really want to commit yourself to Christ. This pastor was saying to me, and I said, I do. I am. Now, it wasn't wasn't the first time I made a commitment to Christ. I made a commitment to Christ, a confirmation. I made a commitment to Christ before that when I first was conscious of of giving my life to the Lord. A commitment was made on my behalf at baptism, just like Brett's family is bringing him and saying, this one belongs to God. My parents brought me before the Lord and made a commitment on my behalf when I was baptized. But in spite of all those, those times of commitment, There were others, and I think there'll still be others. In fact, today, we're going to have a chance to renew our commitment to God. Are you ready to choose this day whom you will serve? Are you ready to reaffirm your your baptism, to reaffirm the vows that you made to God when you came to faith? Maybe you're not. Maybe you feel like you're too far gone, like your relationship with God has, has been broken And God could never forgive you for how you've strayed. Maybe you you feel like you just, you'd never be accepted again. But remember, the Lord always goes first. 
The Lord leads the way, and God wants nothing more than to renew vows with you and to create a new covenant. Joshua talks about this to a people who have let God down so much. He says this, The days are, to com- the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I'll make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. Now this covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, Know the Lord, because they will all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness, and I will remember their sins no more. No matter what's happened between you and God back in 2021, this is a new year, and God stands ready to forgive and to remember your sins no more. God stands ready to renew vows with you once again. That I will be your God and you'll be my people. Now I know others of you are probably thinking, well, why do I need to renew my vows with God? We're good. I haven't strayed. I'm tight with the Lord. So why do I need to renew it? It's sort of like uh, that uh, proverbial Norwegian bachelor farmer who finally got up the courage and asked uh, Lena to marry him. And years go by, and, and Lena, she's longing to hear some sign of affection from Oli, that, uh, some appreciation for all their years together. And so she suggests that they renew their wedding vows. Why do we want to do that, says Oli. Well, because it, it's nice to hear it now and then, says, says Lena to stand up in front of our fan, friends and family and express our love for each other and, and to show everybody that we do it all over again. Oh, said Oli, as he contemplated this uncomfortable public display of affection. He says, listen, I told you when I married you that I loved you, and if I ever change my mind, I'll let you know. <laughs> now, le- needless to say, Lena was probably having a change of her mind right about then. <laughs> but Lena is right. It's good to express our love every now and then and to publicly renew the, the commitments that we make. And how much more so to God. In the early days of the people called Methodists, John Wesley encouraged them to take some time at the beginning of the year to renew their covenant with God And often these covenant renewal services would be held on a New Year's Day and they would go on for hours and hours. Now don't worry, we're not going to do that today. John Wesley wrote in his journal at the start of the year, 1775, following one of these covenant renewal services, I don't know that we ever had a greater blessing. Afterwards, many desired to return thanks either for a sense of pardon or for full salvation or for fresh manifestation of God's graces. Now this morning we have the opportunity to renew our vows to God as we start off the year 2022. And as Joshua said to the people long ago, 
Now fear the Lord and turn to him in faithfulness. But serving the Lord is, is, seems undesirable, undesirable to you, then choose this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my household, we'll serve the Lord. Just because you're sitting in this room or you're watching at home, it doesn't mean that you want to renew your commitment to God. This is an invitation. It's not a commandment. It's an opportunity to express your love for God and to recommit to Christ for this coming year. And as we do that, we're going to use a, a version of the old, old prayer that, that so many years ago was used. It's a, it's a version of the covenant prayer in the Wesleyan tradition. And I just want to, want to share the prayer with you before you say it, because you need to know the vows before you come up and renew those. So here's, here's that prayer. If you want to take advantage of the opportunity to renew your covenant with God, we'll be using this prayer in just a minute. I'm no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Place me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be put to work for you or set aside for you. Praise for you or criticize for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and fully surrender all things to use as you see fit. And now, O glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are mine and I am yours. So be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Amen. You know, when you think about that prayer, you could probably shorten it up a little bit. Maybe just use the wedding vows. I take you, Jesus, to be my Lord from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish. If you're ready to say I do to God again today, for 2022, then I invite you to join in the covenant. Um, we have an insert in the bulletin. It'll also be up on the screens for those of you at home as well. It's a way to say, God, I do it all over again. I am doing it all over again. I know you might have done it many times before, but as Lena might say, it's nice to hear it said now and then. And if you've never made a commitment to the Lord, well, this, this is a great day to start. This is the, the day that you can choose to follow the Lord. And remember, God has already taken the initiative. God has already offered the proposal to you. And God wants nothing more than for you to say, I do. I want to be a part of God's people. So that's what we're going to do today. You can say I do to the Lord once more and know that the Lord will be with you from this day forward and forevermore. But like I said, the choice is yours. You want to take that out at this point uh, and follow along or just follow along on the screens. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the Christian life is redeemed from sin and consecrated to God. Through baptism we have entered into this life and have been admitted into the new covenant to which Jesus Christ is the mediator. He sealed it with his own blood. 
that it might last forever. On the one side, God promises to give us new life in Christ, the source and perfecter of our faith. On the other side, we are pledged to live no more for ourselves, but only for Jesus Christ, who loved us and gave himself for us. Today we meet as the generations before us have met to renew the covenant that binds us together. I invite you to join in the prayer of confession. Precious Lord, we confess that there have been times this past year when we have failed to live up to our commitment to you. Sometimes we have thought more of ourselves than you or our neighbors. Sometimes we have neglected to make time for you. And sometimes we have consciously ignored your will. Forgive us, and by your Spirit, help us to walk more closely with you in 2022. Amen. I'd invite you to stand now, if you are able. Friends, I ask you now, in the presence of God and of each other, to renew your commitment to follow Jesus, to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and in service to Christ, to love your neighbor as yourself. Sometimes this is easy, and we can please Christ and please ourselves. Other times we cannot please Christ, except by denying ourselves. Do not take this commitment lightly, but lean on the Holy Spirit to help you fulfill it. And if you're willing, I invite you to join in the covenant prayer. I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Place me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be put to work for you or set aside for you. Praised for you or criticized for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and fully surrender all things to use as you see fit. And now, O glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are mine and I am yours. So be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth, let it be ratified 